Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in register. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. Have you I put used, it in there. I feel like I've never used that before. Anyway. I do. I also feel I don't have a Register. How did I miss that one? It seems very obvious to me when I was typing it <laughs> this morning because I always forget that I do this. I had thought of one. Did you? But then I forgot it. No, you have to write them down. I know. Or they're gone forever. There's some part of my brain that still thinks I can remember things. No, like I've that. given up. As you can see by my incredibly large planner yeah. that I purchased on accident. Anyway. It is big. It's huge. It's as big as your laptop. I know. <laughs> it is as big as my laptop. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Those two forms of te- technology on yeah. opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. A notebook and a large a notebook. MacBook. <laughs> and a MacBook. Why don't I use that for notes? Anyway. There was one note I wrote down, but we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. Good. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co host, Joy. And Joy and I have good news for you guys, which is that I have been doing book club. Mm-hmm. Book club was what I was. I started to do when you had a baby. Yep. And then I just kept doing it. Yep. And it's been really fun. And you're going to join us. Yes. I'm excited. We've been talking about it for a long mm-hmm. time. And we finally just orchestrated some finally doing it. details. And we're just going to see how it goes. I'm super stoked. Uh, book club is stoked. I told them. Oh, good. On Yesterday. On yesterday. (laughs) I told them on yesterday that you were joining us for book club. They were super excited. They wanted to know the book. So we're here to tell you guys about that. Do you want to tell them the book? Sure. Okay. Um, (laughs) We are going to do the book, Broken Bread, How to Stop Using Food and Fear to Fill Spiritual Hunger. You say her name. I love it. Tilly Dillahay. It's a great name. It's a great name. name. So Tilly Dillahay, uh, she does a really great podcast with Abigail Dodds. And we read Abigail Dodds' Atypical Woman Mm -hmm. in book club and loved it. And someone was like, have you read Abigail's friend's book? Friend's books? I guess she has a couple. Broken Bread is her newest one. So I got it. I've read the first 30 pages and I stopped right there because I thought this is a book club pick and I need to be reading it right. with book club. Um, it's really great. I love books on the theology of food. Me too. Uh, I think we we might need more of them maybe instead of less. There are not enough there, at all. There's not a lot. There's not a lot that are good. There's a few you have like the Daniel like diet. <laughs> that we're not comparing, which is not good we're not comparing no. this book to the din no. 
Like we like it because it's the opposite <laughs> of the Daniel diet. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think from the first 30 pages, I feel fairly confident in saying that it's not the Daniel diet. This is not the Daniel diet or anything remotely related. <laughs> we we just don't. Um, people are weird about food, man. People are very weird about um, food, and we don't. I, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting because to an extent, mind your business. To an you extent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also to an extent, mind your own mind your own business in our culture has created a lot of people that like eat. They eat for reasons that uh-huh. they don't realize they're eating. Right. Well, and, <laughs> and reading Strangely Bright... All made me want to read this book because there was a lot of discussion about how scripture uses food to point us to eternal realities. Right. Um, you know, Jesus calls himself the bread of life. What does that even mean? Um, and, you know, you have wisdom is sweeter than honey. Well, mm-hmm. Why, you know, God keeps using all over the scriptures these food to point us to him. And, as far as I know, at least in the U.S., we think of food, we think we love junk food. Right. Right. Which is just just that even that phrase <laughs> sounds like the exact opposite of like the way the Lord would use food in our lives. Like mm-hmm. it's not junk. It's right. not supposed to be junk. Right. It's supposed to be a blessing. So anyway. We're going to have all kinds of discussions about this, so I'm going to stop right now. Right. <laughs> As we read this book Before we together. have to pick a new book because right. we just, <laughs> we did just the- did it. We just, <laughs> we just discussed it. It's done. Not to say that we can just... <laughs> I like how... Sorry, Tilly. We, we just didn't. off the cuff, Sheologian's just going to do your <laughs> your book in an hour. That's not what we meant. Yeah, the point we're is... stop so that we don't try to do that. We want we'll to fail. read the book with you guys. <laughs> We're going to read the book together. We are going to start reading the book on January. I'm sorry. We're going to meet for the first time on January 13th. So you have a couple weeks to grab a copy. They are on on Amazon. um, And we're going to meet. We decided on. Did we decide on Wednesdays? Yeah. Okay. Same time that we've been doing book club for all you book club people and those thinking about joining. Uh, Wednesdays, 1 p.m. our time, which is 12 p.m. Pacific. That's 12 p.m. Pacific time. We don't observe that foolish daylight savings. We do not. <laughs> so never. I never have. Never. In my whole well, life. Lucky. Slightly because, um, I mean, every once in a while, just because of what I do mm-hmm. for my job and mm-hmm. people call who are from other places, but... For the most part, it's I so get stressful. to just like blissfully be like, huh, this is the time. This is the real time. It was really stressful living in Nevada and being on Pacific time and planning interviews to happen here in Arizona with like people who were in different time zones. Right. <laughs> like, and then having to plan when I would need to get at the studio after a five hour drive. Right. Like that was, and then still, I would sweat the whole time. Well, it's like five hours and you're like, okay, but that means I'm going to get there at, at this time. <laughs> and I'm changing time zones. Right. And yeah. I hate daylight savings. Yeah. That was the worst. Just, yeah. Well, 
You're back no in more. Arizona and <laughs> no more. you can just kick daylight savings to the curb. It's to the curb. I'm sorry for the rest of you. Yeah. Um, I still, I haven't even turned my heat on yet and it's December. I haven't needed it. Yeah. Today I was, um, got to work a little bit early and I was cleaning, I was borrowing something from a friend that I wanted to clean off cause she asked I return it to her. Um, hello sky. Um, <laughs> and the water, I, I did oh, it here because uh-huh. I don't have a hose at right. my apartment. Right. So I was like scrubbing and hosing it off and I was like, the water's cold. The water's cold. My hands are cold. And when you like bang your hand into something when it's cold, it hurts, it hurts even more. <laughs> yeah. And I just realized how fortunate and privileged I am <laughs> to live to in not, such a warm place. I was like, there are people that do that every day in the yeah, winter. Right. There are people that think, oh my gosh, I'm so cold. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> So we haven't run the heat and it's, it was 68 degrees in the house this morning and all of my kids are walking around in robes with blankets, with three layers of socks, like shivering 68 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) Like I just don't relate to anybody else's cold life because we can't and we're sorry. I'm wearing sandals right now. And my feet are fine. I am. I'm wearing sandals with socks, but I'm also wearing shorts. And they're not warm <laughs> socks. They're cute socks. That's how right, you know. Right. We're going to a Christmas party tonight that's mostly going to be outside. Right. <laughs> and this is why people like Arizona. Right. You hear us complain about how hot it is. Because mm-hmm, This it year is. we complained for like five months. Well. Summer was five yeah, months. Yeah. It was a but long over it didn't like get below 100 degrees for months but now matthew and i will sit on our uh no i would that sounds pretty just i love it yeah sit in our camping chairs cozy i know i'm outside on the patio in my blanket it's great yeah um this is our last episode of 2020 right oh wait oh I'm going to tell you <laughs> yeah. what Matthew's yes. doing again. Okay, tell us about what Matthew's doing. So I talked to you guys um, about Kepler education because he's doing a class for them called The Fundamentals of Wilderness Survival. But he actually made a change. Oh. Um, they suggested that he make a change. Why? Which is that uh, I t- I'm pretty sure I told you guys that it was 11th and 12th grade, but it's actually open to like high school students now. Okay. So what is that like 14 to 18 yeah 17 yeah um but anyway so it just opened up more but um it's considered an elective on the on the website um the reason i'm telling you about it is because my husband is very excited about it <laughs> i love i it. am very He's... excited about it because he has spent so much time so much time building uh this curriculum that basically nobody else has created he loves it so much and it's it's hard i try to give him the recognition that i feel he deserves for doing this thing that he did because he basically has done something Mm -hmm. that not a lot of there are like plenty of experts Mm -hmm. in the field but he's compiled a lot of information he's read a lot of old books yes he has Um, i mean man sometimes like he today or not today but the other day i think maybe even yesterday he came to me with like a stack of his lessons and and just was like showing me everything that he's created and i was like man that's a lot it's been a crazy year that's a lot um one of my favorite of his lessons it has um 
I think it's the lesson about he'll have to correct me, but he has a lesson about like the importance of um, like what you wear when you go into mm-hmm. the outdoors mm-hmm. or you go adventuring. Um, and the quote that he used oh, no. says something like <laughs> it says something about like the products found beside the corpses of the people they were supposed to protect. <laughs> and I was like, that is so intense. And I love it. I love that so um, much. But as intense as that sounds, it's actually a lot of really helpful, useful information. Obviously, a lot of it is character building. Um, it's the kind of stuff, I'm not going to compare it to the Boy Scouts, but it's like the reason why people used to enlist their kids and the Boy Scouts is because it was like character building right. and it was active right. and it taught you practical skills. I wish uh, it But now was they let girls that. in it, <laughs> right. even though it's called the Boy Scouts, which is interesting. But so I'm not advertising that he's doing a Christian Boy Scouts, but I am right. advertising that he's put together a really cool course. It starts the third week of January and I'm just throwing it out there in case somebody's like I'm looking for uh, an elective for my kids homeschooling or I want to get into this listen Um, if you guys thought 2020 was bad wait till you see 2021 (laughs) y'all need to be ready for the apocalypse and Matthew's class is how (laughs) you do right right Um, (laughs) my friend uh, Adrian this week she was like She's like, everyone's so excited for 2021 to get here. But like, what if it's when you like 2020 flip, was a warm up when you like flip the grilled cheese and you realize <laughs> burn. And you like expect it to be beautiful. <laughs> You're expecting all this stuff from 2021. But she's like, what if we flip it over and it's burned? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fantastic. great. Anyway, that's what her. Matthew's doing. Um, I'm going to mention it again. Cool. And when does it start? The third week of January is okay. when it starts it's on Thursday nights. Um, and yeah, he really wants, he's okay with like single students, but he really wants dads Father, and, sons. and sons to be able to take it together. Yeah. Um, it's a really... I'm just excited. I'm excited for it to start and kind of see how it comes together. And he just, he doesn't do a lot of things halfway. So yeah, no, he's very intense. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't have anyone in your family like that. No, I don't know what that's like at all. <laughs> you don't have a dad that has like multiple degrees and PhDs and in one topic. And bikes. Oh, bikes like yeah. 400 miles a week or something like that. That's the thing about, yeah, He's no, my dad's head right now. My dad and Matthew, like when they get into something, they don't know how to just like enjoy this thing like the rest of us would mildly enjoy. Uh-huh. They've never mildly enjoyed anything. Right. They've only not been interested, right. hated it, or become so proficient yeah. in it that they could teach a class. Yep. Like that's the only mm-hmm. modes yep. that they have and they are not jacks of all trades. Right. That is the that is the uh the requirement they have for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this 1000. No one's ever done it the way I'm about to do it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Oh, is there a new thing that's never been done? That's my next thing. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So it is our last episode of the year. And, um, 
I had this thought a couple weeks ago that really scared me, mm-hmm. which was that I think we all, we all understand, all of us American Christians, you know, it's so easy for us to, it's simple and, and should be done that we recognize how much that we have. Uh, we should recognize how much that we have. We should recognize how blessed we are in our extreme material wealth that we live in. And yet somehow many of us go around thinking I'm so poor. (laughs) Most of us don't, most of us realize like we have a lot. Right. And I had this thought about, I think all of us are kind of realizing this whole past year has made us realize that things can change on a global scale dramatically and quickly Mm -hmm. and with that kind of change and shift I had this thought of how do I prepare my children in the event that they they do not experience their young adulthood with as much material wealth as I did like what if times are really hard Because we haven't, you know, as a nation, we haven't had really hard times in a very long time. Yeah. That doesn't mean, hopefully you guys aren't inserting things here that I don't mean. Life is difficult. There's many tragedies every day. But what I'm saying in terms of like material wealth, we have been the richest nation in the world for a very long time. And that overflows to many of us in many different ways, to most of us in many ways. And, um, well, I had the thought, you know, like, what if my kids don't have what they're used to having? Like, Mm -hmm. how do I raise children who um, are going to be spiritually prepared uh, to live in want? Not that I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Right. I'm saying, how do we be prepared for that? And, uh... I don't remember. Well, because it's not, that's not something that like your kids need to learn in the event mm-hmm. of having less. Right. They, we all need, we all need to be content with less mm-hmm. because the opposite of that, like what that's the friend of that, <laughs> of being like being content with less has a good friend, which is being content for what you have Mm -hmm. so it's not just like Mm -hmm. it's not just something that's like oh well you know just in case the world ends like we should all be prepared to give up our hot showers (laughs) right that's not what we're saying uh we should we want we should want to do what paul did which was learn how to be content in all circumstances right and what i'm the reality that i'm facing is that we haven't had a all circumstances lesson like paul had right uh, most of us have not had to learn how to be content with nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, most of us haven't learned how to be content in jail for our faith. Right. Um, and I think I what, mean, even the poorest people in our country mm-hmm. are still in the top percentage of wealth in, in the, the world. world just by virtue of being here. Right. Um, so with that kind of abundance, I just started thinking through how do I how could I possibly teach my kids to be grateful um, in and out of season? Mm-hmm. And 
I, I asked uh, I asked Joe Rigney this question. Oh, okay. When we had him, he joined us uh, for book club uh, when we finished reading Strangely Bright, and he had a very great pastoral answer, which was he said, "You know, you h- how you pass this on is you show your kids how to be grateful in and out of season. Like you be grateful, right?" Uh, so when the hard things happen, when the difficult things happen, which will happen and probably are happening to many people who are listening, um, don't hide it from your kids that it's difficult, but show them how you bless the Lord in the situation all the same. Mm -hmm. And so that just got me thinking about, um, in our own personal lives, how much gratefulness takes training and discipline. Like we're not born grateful creatures no right (laughs) like who among us was born like thank you so much mom and dad for (laughs) all that you know Mm -mm. we're not born and we're not born looking to god saying thank you lord for my 10 fingers and 10 toes and working brain and like we were that's not what we're doing Mm -hmm. as infants um or as young children (laughs) and many times as adults yeah um gratefulness is the is it's a blessing to be someone who understands the need to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think, uh, well, one of those reasons is it's just one of those primal sins uh, that motivates all kinds of evil, wicked things um, you have in Romans one twenty one. Uh, Paul talks about for even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks. And the result of that was that they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. So that here you have honoring God and giving thanks to him being the opposite of being a useless thinker with a darkened heart. Right. And that's scary. That should be that should really be meaningful to a lot of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. I remember teaching my kids uh, this section in Romans and just really wanting to hammer home that like giving thanks to God is honoring God, which is it's it's our goal in life. This is one way that we worship God, that we glorify God is that we give him thanks and we honor him. And if you refuse to give God thanks, your thinking is going to be futile. That is a, you know, when I ask my kids, give me an example of futile thinking they're like not giving thanks to god like this is one of them you know and it's right there in the passage um and i also just i think we all can uh what's the word i'm looking for exegete our own internal thoughts and be really honest that when we're living with grateful hearts towards god it protects us from a lot of bitterness and envy and discontent and when we are not actively giving god his due thanks and honor that's when we open ourselves up to all kinds of sin right nasty sin right yeah well because it's on many times it's not just you being let's see if this comes out right this is just like a string of thoughts. Uh-huh. Let's do it. So 
Oh, and I really hope I don't forget what I'm saying midway through. I already feel it going away, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I already feel like it's gone. Chase it. Um, Chase it. <laughs> Sometimes I just go and hope that it comes out. <laughs> okay. So what? What? That, say that thing you were just saying. Saying that like gratefulness protects you right. from all kinds of wicked sins, right. bitterness, envy, discontent. Like because, well, so being grateful to God is glorifying God. So. Mm-hmm glorify we talked about no neutrality within the last few weeks so like uh-huh. glory isn't it's not neutral so if you're being ungrateful you are glorifying um mm-hmm. some something wrongly mm-hmm. um you if you're ungrateful because you can't afford x y and z uh-huh. and you think that it's your right to do so uh-huh. then that means you are glorifying x y and z Yourself, ultimately. Right. Yes. Yeah. I deserve. I should have. Well, so I actually, it's interesting because I was reading uh, my New Morning Mercies devotional. Mm -hmm. And today's is all about that. He was talking about how like we're all made for glories. Mm -hmm. And then uh, something that he said really... uh, popped out I just wrote it down in my notes section I didn't even know (laughs) if it would come into play in this episode but he just said Jesus came to liberate us from our addiction to glories that will never satisfy our hearts Mm -hmm. rightly ordered affections are extremely important right and that and and affection and gratefulness Mm -hmm. they're right Mm -hmm. they're actually and you know what something that we really don't consider too very much is is a the things that we're grateful or ungrateful for, they, um, they're a great indicator Mm -hmm. (laughs) of what, what we are glorifying. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that it's, Mm -hmm. we, so, um, we live, I had this sort of wake up call a few months ago Mm. because we decided to do this thing where we, pay off our debt and some of you know the person who and it's not I'm not here to be apologist an apologist for that person (laughs) (laughs) um so there yeah there's a guy that has a system that helps you save money and all that yep like it. it doing it um and it sounds very simple but you don't realize um you know we just talked about how we like we can't even conceive of how blessed we are and how mm-hmm. grateful we should be just in this country alone, mm-hmm. just for living here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, I don't want to make us sound too innocent. Sure. In that. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be like, oh, well, you know, they're disillusioned because they don't see other countries every day. Um, there is, we have taken blessings and we've taken privileges and we have totally turned them sinful and um Mm -hmm. we don't even really talk about it Mm -hmm. um my i realized how often i was just wanting or purchasing things because like that's what we do here right um like it feels good and i can buy it so i like it. it Yeah, that's I the like only, how it looks. It's the only litmus test. <laughs> I like it, and I want it to come to my house. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I like it. And I wanted to come to my house. <laughs> and so <laughs> I don't have a problem with that at all. I think right. that um, I think God has blessed us and I am mm-hmm. grateful. That is also the point of this episode. Right. Um, and there is nothing wrong with liking something and wanting it to come to your house. And we live in a time where, where that happens, that can you happen. Can, <laughs> you can just click a button mm-hmm. and the thing you like will yeah. just come. They will not. You don't have to go get it. No. They'll just bring it. I literally did my Christmas shopping at 1130 last night in my pajamas in the dark on my phone. There you go. Just done. I was like, I have to get this done right now. So I, pick, I picked up my phone and now my Christmas shopping is done. <laughs> And it's just going to come to you. And it's just going to come to me. And the worst part is, is that I'm going to have to unbox it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... <laughs> the The point is, is that I don't think we should just be blindly blessed or blindly tr- uh, trialed. Right. In trials. Right. You don't Stop need, being blind. Like you just be aware of where you're mm-hmm. at. Yeah. Um. Understand. Uh understand that sometimes being grateful requires self-control it is a skill that is built it's not a skill but for lack of a better word it's you're sanctified Mm -hmm. in it yeah is the best way to put it i suppose Mm -hmm. um but being grateful is not just like this cute little thing that we do when we realize that we live in a rich nation and I keep bringing up a hot shower because the other morning (laughs) I was like man like there are people that have never even done this yeah right and this is something it's like cold in our house and I and just like whenever I want to or whenever I need to yeah okay I'm gonna say this to you because this is what my husband does okay think about it this way okay we flush our waste away Mm -hmm. in what some people consider to be the most valuable resource Mm -hmm. of available or not available. Uh We put our waste into an important resource and just send it somewhere like away from us. (laughs) The goal is away from us. That's where we want it. You should, that should be the goal. You don't want to keep it. (laughs) Right. Um, But, uh, but consider the marvel that it, that that is for a moment. Right. And that's, that is in that moment, be grateful for what you have. Exhibit Mm self-control when you are going to, when you find yourself in an addiction to glory, mm-hmm. um, be grateful. Uh, be grateful for for. <sighs> Man, I have a thing that I'm trying to like get across mm-hmm. that I just don't have the words for yet. Sometimes that's how come. it goes with me. I don't know if anyone else is that way. I'm oh, like a yeah. talker. Yeah. I like to talk. A verbal processor. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's something that um, I'm so sorry. I'll tell you guys when I've talked. It's it going to come. Yeah, and... it's going to come. <laughs> well, I was thinking about how it, it just maybe one reason why we can skip over the concept of like gratitude and thankfulness and scripture is that it's I think it's it's so assumed so like biblical ethics 
assume gratitude in their very core because I mean, think about how many times uh, in the Old Testament God gives these people a law, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times he starts it with, for I am the Lord your God and I brought you out of the land of Egypt. For, I, you know, I brought you out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. You're going to obey me because I did all of these, this right. amazing miracle for you. Right. And he's constantly reminding them, like, I brought you out of Egypt. I delivered you out of slavery. Here's why. You're going to obey these things for I am the Lord, your God, and this is what I did for you. And so it's our thankfulness to the Lord that should motivate uh, our desire to obey him and to glorify him. Like if you read, if you read Psalms, you have so many, Right. I couldn't even, I was like, maybe I'll throw some out, but (laughs) there's so many times where the psalmist says, I will give thanks because of, and it's always rooted in who God is and what he has done. It's not, I'll give thanks because look at all the material wealth I have. And I guess, okay, so I guess that's what I'm getting at Mm. is that you aren't just inherently grateful because you're blessed. Like the psalmists wrote their Uh thankfulness. They expressed it. Right. You don't just many times from the pit, right. as they would yes. say. You don't just you don't practice gratefulness just by every once in a while acknowledging what you have. All that you have. That's right. It's a heart it's a heart orientation towards God for who he is and what he has done. Right. And and it's impossible. It you would think it would be impossible for the Israelites to forget after they had been brought out of Egypt miraculously and manna is falling from the sky. So they had all this material stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And we do the same thing that they did. Right. Uh, We're blessed with all this material stuff. We can see the Lord richly providing for us in real time, just like the Israelites. And we're like, oh man, but they had like really great olives back in Egypt. Right. You know? <laughs> and so what I'm saying is that if you ground your thankfulness, and this is a this is the biblical concept, if you ground your thankfulness in your circumstances, well, that's not really thankfulness. That's liking your circumstances. Right. Which, which you is are not, allowed to do. You should. You should. Yeah. If, you know, if many of us have, have many reasons to like our circumstances, but uh, Christian thankfulness and Christian gra- gratitude that's going to get you through the hard times is that that gratitude, that thankfulness, that joy that's grounded in who God is, because that never changes. Right. And so, um, our thankfulness to God for what he has done for giving us our greatest need, which was to be made right with him Mm -hmm. should motivate us to live that out, to want to love and obey and serve him. And it should motivate us Unto good works for others mm-hmm. because we want them to see through our hands what he has done. And I think it's, it's when I'm the most grateful for, for Jesus and his work, um, that I feel it most easy to serve others and love others. And it just, it, it gets all those sins out of the way, like bitterness and envy and <laughs> jealousy and strife right. because I'm focused on the right thing. And I think, you know, there's probably people listening right now who are like, well, I know I'm a Christian and I love Jesus, but I'm not feeling that. Like I'm not feeling that 
what's like what's wrong with me i'm not i don't wake up every day feeling grateful i don't wake up like what oh are you putting your glory in right right that's the question to ask right mm-hmm. and if you're grounding your joy in how you feel today well yeah you're you're definitely going to be on a roller coaster yeah right you need to lay a hold of god's promises and who he is um, and you know, maybe get out a little bit, like yeah. maybe get out of your house a little bit, maybe do something for others, maybe serve someone else in a right. way that they need or to tell, be served. Tell yourself no. Like if we're talking about like, mm-hmm. like practical ways in terms of like, um, like physically having less, like that was the prompt that right. started this whole episode, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> delay gratification in something if you think it might be an idol right like do you mm-hmm. do you do you uh mm-hmm. you know even just do you uh go and just like blow money mm-hmm. when you're feeling you sad don't need yeah right <laughs> and yeah it makes you feel good mm-hmm. um and you don't have the money you're putting it on credit cards. This is not an episode about debt. We're not getting into that. <laughs> that can be handled between you and your spouse or whoever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, right. mm-hmm. technically, mm-hmm. you're spending money you don't even have right. on this thing mm-hmm. to make yourself feel good. Because you can. Right. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's why you're not feeling the joy of the Lord. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's things you can diagnose and try to address and sometimes it's just really a question of like am I really willing to get rid of this pet sin in my life or am I going to stubbornly hold on to it until it's pried from my dead hands (laughs) right because it's not it's not a gratefulness is not wrapped up in again kind of like I said earlier it's not actually wrapped up in what you have Mm -hmm. it's not like you just get used to when you right like so if we woke up tomorrow and your kids had had to live with less Mm-hmm. It wouldn't just be a matter of, oh, well, you know, they'll just bounce back. They'll find new ways to entertain themselves. We'll just evolve as a society and start mm-hmm. washing our laundry outside. Yeah. In a bucket. <laughs> like that's kind of what we just we just think of um, mm-hmm. in terms of having less. But that's just it's very. It's a it's very simplified. Yeah. It should be like, what Mm -hmm. if it doesn't have to be like an entire nation crumbling? What if God asks you in while you drive home in your car today to stop listening to the podcast you're listening to? Because every time you listen to that podcast, you just get really sad and depressed and right. Um, you can't serve Mm -hmm. your family. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's an intentional thing. We don't just because we lived in a blessed nation don't become, uh, don't let it get like, don't just live in like like oh like I'm just kind of grandfathered into this like fuzzy aura of gratefulness because duh like who wouldn't be grateful to <laughs> have all the things I have like intentionally fight fight be that. grateful yeah to God. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just sort of like bask in mm-hmm. the blessing and be like, yeah, of course I'm grateful. For right. Cause I when have. the tragedy hits, 
well, you're you're gonna be you're gonna lose that right entirely. And um, the point of talking about this isn't to say, hey, everybody, just get rid of all your belongings and then sit down in a field and feel super grateful. <laughs> I don't have a problem with you having stuff. The point in, in all of the stuff is to point you to the one who gave it to you and who blessed you with it right. and who made you. And if you root your thankfulness and your joy and your gratitude and who God is, um, you're going to lead a, a, a life that looks completely different. And I think going into 2021, you know, I just, I just wanted to encourage people because I think this year is going to be crazier than 2020. Oh, yeah. The way to maintain a, a, a life of Christian joy is, does include enjoying the gifts that God has given. Right. Uh, but cultivating a heart of gratefulness uh, before God is being grateful for who he is and what he's done. And so ground your next year in that. And I think your kids and the people around you will be prepared uh, when tragedy comes their way, if it does will be prepared for difficult times if those come. Um, you know, one way that I try to practice this is like the kids still, I, I have to be very careful how I talk to the kids about the baby that we lost because I don't want them to do the worldly thing of kind of just like, well, we don't talk about that. Mm -hmm. Like we're grateful for that. Right. And I need the kids to see that. And um, it's really sweet because January... I don't know why this this comes so naturally to young kids, maybe, mm -hmm. or maybe just to her. I don't know, <laughs> but like she loves to talk about the baby still, and she she'll do this thing where she can both express sadness about it and happiness right. for the baby, mm -hmm. and that's what we need to be able to do in all kinds of situations. Right. And I think that's. That is the answer to the question I had of how do I, how do I prepare my children to be grateful in and out of season? And it's that we need to be grateful in and out of season. For, yeah, it's for not God. just like a check off the list kind of thing. Right. It's an everyday <laughs> thing. Right. Matthew's the one that teaches them how to tie the knots in that case of the apocalypse. I'm true. the one that needs to be show them how to be grateful in and out of season. So. Good luck. <laughs> Is that the last thing I wanted to say for 2020? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I feel like your dad might have something to say about the your uh, he doesn't usage listen to this show. Luck. He used to listen. <laughs> he's not worried about what he's saying anymore. <laughs> it's like he listened for long enough. He's like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> I get the I get the basic gist. Well, now. Now he just educated him. He did that thing where he went 100% at the topics we were talking about. And uh -huh. So he's like, now I know more than you. So it's fine. <laughs> when I was listening, I didn't know more than you. But now I know more than you. So right. I don't need to listen so, anymore. <laughs> not listening. And end scene. Um, so you know how... I'm just going to like change the subject. Okay, great. Because I've said all I need to say. And when I do that Perfect. and I try to keep talking, I just say the same things over and over again. <laughs> Okay. Um, which can be helpful sometimes. Sure. Sometimes I need to hear the same thing over and so over. So I have an update to the Up on the Housetop saga. Oh, okay, good. Well, I'll have you notice. When, well, I just, I 
we've been telling you guys this for a while, but I should probably reiterate. We we're recording this like week when yeah. you're listening to this, we recorded this weeks ago. Right. That's how we've been doing this since November. So we could take a couple weeks off. Right. Like everything we've recorded was weeks ahead of time. So like I was talking about how I was Christmas shopping, but I'm pretty sure when I release this, Christmas is over. She just gets real early. Gets <laughs> a real, real early. All done. My Christmas shopping for 2021. No. Okay. So anyway, we're still, we haven't had Christmas yet. That's no, why no, I'm no. going to a Christmas party tonight. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's that. We're anyway, not very good at We're not good at continuity. that. We're just going to be really honest with you guys. We're time travelers. And we are. Okay. Sorry. What were okay. you about to say? Um, so as you guys remember, we had a conversation about mm-hmm. up on the housetop. Click, click, click. Well, so you know Mariah Carey's. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Christmas. Is you. Hear those magic reindeer click. Is a lyric in that song. In which song? All I want, and for, all I want Christmas for Christmas. Is you. No, where? Yeah. How's it go? I guess I should have. You should. Up you should have pulled it, up right? the lyrics, or at least the lyrics. Yeah. Everyone's like sick of that song. I love the part where she's like, "I don't want a lot for Christmas, but I want you," which is like kind of a sick burn. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Not looking at much. Just you. Yeah. But anyway, that meme gets so this me. is a thing. Okay. And this gives us more. Up on the house top, clarity. click, click, click. Hear those magic reindeer click, meaning. They're on the roof. If we're all, if this is all taking place in the same universe, which All the is. Christmas music, obviously. Yeah. So the Christmas universe. Yeah. This is, they're both in existence. Right. Then that gives us further context mm. for what up on the housetop click, click, click means. Because it is referring to the reindeers because it says, hear those magic reindeer click. Okay. So magic reindeer click um, is what's happening. So the reindeer are clicking. Okay. Is that a noise that reindeer make? Apparently. They're not according to my instincts, but (laughs) their hooves on the ceiling. It's like click, click, click. But it's snow laden. Nothing clicks on the snow. How would you know you're from here? Hear those magic reindeer crunch. Crunch. Well, that doesn't sound good. Up on the housetop. Crunch, 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 crunch. crunch. No, that doesn't work. But so I just need to understand this. It's more than one song. Hmm. Okay. And maybe I need to get one of those. Uh, maybe for next year, I need to have like a cork board with like. Here's all the connecting <laughs> for the next 12 months. Joy's going to be working on. I'm going to provide a case for this. For why this tell doesn't you what it work. Means, and I'm going to interview some reindeer. <laughs> I love it. I think that's a great idea. Well, guys, um, I can't wait to see that. Maybe that's what will go on our Christmas socks next year. Just like joy and a reindeer. Like mad, but you're mad yeah. about it. Yeah. Or like there's a snowy rooftop and you're like pointing at it like this well, doesn't click. And maybe we're representing reindeer incorrectly all this all this time. Reindeer are like, yeah, I've been waiting for someone to come interview me because you know what? Everyone <laughs> thinks I can just fly. Everyone thinks I fly and I have a red nose and Everyone I thinks click. I click. And I don't click. Misrepresentation. <laughs> well, you guys, you heard it here first. Um, that's that's it. Reindeer for people here. too. Reindeer people, leave us a voicemail at four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. And uh, you can join our book club at patreon.com slash theologians. We're reading Broken Bread, January thirteenth. 
And we hope you guys have a happy new year. See ya. Bye. From the land where palm trees sway, here we know that Christmas will be green and bright, the sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Malakilikimaka is the wise way to say Merry